This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single day. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset. We're back with Nick and Bob. How are you doing today, Nick? You know, Bob, I'm doing quite well, my friend. Um, it's been a long day and it's been a good day. Um, we've had some interesting times out here. Have you guys okay. had any of the uh, protests out your way? I have not in where I'm living right now. Gotcha. But uh, we, so tell me more we, about, uh, it seems like you're living through it live right now. We are um, living through it live. Um, and I'll say, you know, I'm. this will have a lot of, I'm going to get kind of to the logistic part of things first. Um, which, you know, maybe isn't the best way of bringing up the conversation, but I'm sure we'll get into topics of the conversation itself, too. Um, so we've been having the protests and a bunch of riots and everything out here in L.A., and actually this is one of the first nights where they actually have not put a citywide curfew on. Um, we've had citywide curfews um, anywhere from, like, 6 p.m. till 9 p.m. Um, starting throughout the whole night um, for L.A. for basically the last almost week. And so we had some of the um, parts of the business sector where I am in my job and my evolution job is where on Wednesday when I worked there, we actually closed down the facility at one and stopped being patients there. So, wow. Yeah. So busy. And it's like in fear of some of the violence and moving and that kind of stuff um, and keeping all our patients safe where to come. So today kind of preemptively, um, we ended up not having to, but I scheduled a few of my patients early on in the morning. And um, we were still able to stay open later. And so I got a couple patients um, to come in later as well. So I ended up just getting out of the clinic and was there. But my first first patient at 7 and last patient ended at 6 o'clock. So I was there for a little bit of a halt today. So 7 to 6? 7 to 6. Okay, interesting. So not, that... not, not too bad. I certainly, uh, you know, in a previous clinical I had over the summer, um, you know, I worked um, seven to seven, three days a week. So I was, you know, I'm pretty used to that hustle. Um, but just to change up when you're not expecting it. Yeah. Wow. That's, and of course the, the protests are, um, for, for the, the death of George Floyd, just as we document this, um, as, as we're speaking about it in real time. Um, and that's what the, the protests are about. Absolutely. So, well, well, that, that's interesting that the protest has, even impacted the, the physical therapy clinic at Evolution. Um, yeah, that, well, you know, and, and saying that, Bob, it's a, uh, you know, that's a very small piece of things. Um, and, you know, the way that we're impacted, um, it's small compared to what happened, small compared to the injustices going on. Um, and I think the looting and I think that kind of stuff is, and the riots are absolutely horrible. Um, but I think the cause is absolutely necessary. Um and, you know, the fact about um, the protests that are peaceful, I think it's huge, and I think it's great that people are coming together in that way. Yeah, definitely. It's um, it's a tragedy for sure, but it's also definitely necessary. So is there – I wanted to touch upon something else. Is there anything you wanted to add to this subject? I know this is a very big subject, um, but at the same time, I don't – as important as it is um, – our message, I guess, on this podcast can be a little bit different. Maybe it's not. Oh, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think let's not dwell on it. Let's not focus on it, Bob. But I think something that I want to say and acknowledge is that this this does affect everyone and acknowledge that it affects everybody differently. We all know that, you know, some people are affected more than others and in different ways. But as we're people that value mindset, motivation, um, understand this internal world, know that for many people that we live around, this is something that does preoccupy their internal world that can drive fear, anxiety, concern, and, you know, some more than others and some where it doesn't need to be as much and some that is partially justified. And so I think that we do have to take the time to consider, you know, where are all these things in our environment, the things we can control, the things we can't, um, and even within the things we can control, potentially these are greater obstacles, greater resistances that certain people have to overcome more than others. So I think in terms of us, we're people who are all about tackling the hell out of obstacles and knocking them down. I think it's important just to acknowledge that, hey, we're all in this battle together. Yeah, that, that's a great point, Nick. That's that's important that you mentioned that and, and that you said that. And and I love how you talk about um, focusing on things we can't control, um, but for, our, for some people it may be harder than others. Um, so I like that. So, Nick, I, I, I want to touch upon this. We talked about this, I think, many weeks ago. So, you mentioned that you reached the milestone previously, and it was a big milestone for you. Uh, we talked about it for a little bit, but I didn't. I didn't think we gave it enough justice, um, and I thought maybe we could talk about it this episode. So the milestone that you you achieved was doing a podcast for a whole year, every single day. You know, it's funny as you said that, Bob, because you were talking and like. For the first like three quarters of what you're saying, I'm like, milestone, milestone. What the hell are you talking about? Kind of, I'm like, did I reach a milestone? I mean, I'm sure I did. Like, it's uh, I woke up in the morning, did some stuff. What the heck did I do? Uh, so, so yes, yes, I, yes, I have done that. I have uh, released a podcast with your encouragement, my good friend. Um, you know, I remember back when I was out in California, out in oh, also San Francisco, on my third clinical, we were struggling with our own podcast. Um, by struggling, I mean most of it in terms of our connection. There'd be times where it stays in, stays out, um, wasn't as reliable, but we still kind of persevered, made it happen. And you told me about um, the podcast you were doing, and less importantly about the context, the context of it, more importantly about what you were getting out of it. Um, and that, you know, you, you encouraged me, and I remember saying, you know what? I'm not saying yes, I'm not saying no. I wanted to say no at first. I'm not saying yes, I'm not saying no. What I said, Bob, was, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do it a way that I find value. I'm not just going to throw some random-ass content out there for the sake of throwing content. Although some days, you know, the rare kind of one out of, I don't know if it's 20 or 30 days, kind of feels like that at times. But I'm being completely transparent. Um, but it's been, a, it's been a fascinating journey. Yeah, no, I the reason why I bring it up is because, um, well, I, I – tried to attempt to to get back into podcasting and, and getting the benefits of just just speaking and storytelling and and sharing something new with 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 an audience and and I started going back to weekly just weekly ten minute short podcast I'm nice, just recording nice. it love it and and I feel like that's more tangible for me but um once I started doing it it was like wow the 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 benefits of like just being able to speak more, just being able to tell stories more, practice stories, practice things um, for, for future uh, usage was was just so powerful. And I wanted to hear 
you've done it consistently every day for a year plus. And I wanted to ask, was there something that you learned? Was there something that you found within yourself of like, oh, even if it was like a day, like I didn't want to record or didn't want to post, how did you overcome that? And Well, Bob, I, I want to touch on first, you know, what, what you said and the way you described it. Of like, hey, I, I stopped for a while and all of a sudden I lost my streak, right? I can't. I can't start over again. It's so discouraging. Um, and, you know, getting back again. But then you talk about the love of it. You didn't talk about anything with obligation. You said, hey, once a week is more realistic. And even if you do that once a month, I bet you can have the same love for it. I bet you say, hey, man, I get to practice storytelling again. And that's the fact of it, where you're doing it once a week. And, you know, I'm sure that there are some weeks where you're like, hey, I'm not going to. I don't need to. But I could easily do this twice or two, two or three times a week on this particular week, and I love it, and I get so much out of it. I think that's the key where it's like, hey, we're getting in a flow, we're getting in a rhythm, and again, that's just pure authentic love, Bob, talking about, yeah, the mission I enjoy the art of storytelling. Yeah, definitely, and, and also, in addition to that, imperfect action is better than no action. Damn right. So so, so, so back to, to you, Nick. Any Anything that you learned specifically from posting every day no, Bob, I'm going to talk to you about context. That's actually an episode I released recently. Um, yesterday, I released an episode. I'm sorry, Nick. You're cutting off just a little bit. Okay. Can you hear me now, Bob? Yes. Okay. Um, yesterday, I released an episode uh, doing a little book review and my takeaways. Um, Bob, are you familiar with the author David Epstein? I am not. Okay. Um, he's an author. He's written two books, I believe. At least two I've read. He's written The Sports Gene, which is a fantastic book. I think you'd enjoy it a lot about human performance potential. And then also a book called Range. And the book Range is about how generalists are set up to succeed in a world that values specialists. But generalists are actually the preferred. And he talks about all the reasons, all the kind of neuroplasticity, the connections, how people who have a broader background of experiences to to truly experience, to dabble with, to play with, and to find out about themselves, how they're the ones who actually have more context behind them, really thrive. And in some ways, that's how I feel about this worry. I have different kind of general topics for each day I do, and I'm saying, okay, how can I take some knowledge I have or some knowledge I want to pursue and kind of fit these into my silos? And so for me, when you know I go through my podcast and it's different topics of whether it's a Muscle Monday, Tasty Tuesday, Workout Wednesday, Thoughtful Thursday, Focus Friday, Sleepy Saturday, or Sports Sunday. I'm kind of fitting some things that I'm interested in and passionate about, sometimes some more than others. I'm taking it and saying, hey, let me put this into a style. Let me talk about this this day. And sometimes it's like, oh, shit, it's Tuesday. Oh, shit, it's Tuesday afternoon. Oh, shit, it's Tuesday like afternoon. I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet. Let me find something interesting that I would, not something just to put out there for the sake of putting out there, but something that I am genuinely interested in in this very specific topic area and say, cool, let me just be genuine, let me be humble, and let me talk about it. And I think that that's been really fun to me for saying, hey, let me be accountable being a generalist when I do really thrive and appreciate having a specialist mentality at times. And I think, you know, we've talked about this before, Bob, but the things that make me a better physical therapist are the things that make me a better person. 
and I guess it was vice versa as well, although I believe that the relationship isn't quite as strong the other way. What do you mean by that, that it doesn't, that it isn't uh, vice versa? So I believe that the things that make me a better person overall for who I am and the complexities, the many different categories that have to fill make me a generalist. I believe that those, the wealth, the breadth, with the depth of experiences, make me a much better physical therapist. They have much more context to draw on. I got talking with one of my clients today, one of my patients, who's a yoga instructor. She's having some pains. We're helping her with that. She's into this mentality stuff, too. We are talking about chemistry today and buckyballs and, you know, genetic potential and all this other stuff, right? I have experiences to draw on that matches her language. Now, in addition to that, I think that the things, the skills, the attributes that, you know, be hands-on, do things as a physical therapist. Let me talk about different exercises, the things that we typically day-to-day attribute to, hey, this is physical therapy. I think some of it makes me a better person, but the relationship isn't that strong. So I think that everything that makes me a better person makes me a better physical therapist. But absolutely everything I'm doing, investing my time in as a physical therapist, I don't know if it innately, inherently makes me a better person. It's never okay. hurting, but I don't know if it's 100% to make me better. And so that's why, you know, some people may differ with me. Some people may have differing opinions. And that's awesome. That's why we talk. That's why we have these kind of dialogues and discourse to disagree. And by disagreeing, to further understand each other and our own opinions in the future. Um, now, there are things within physical therapy that absolutely make me far better person, kind of the science and reasoning behind doing the things I do. Um, you know, the whole model of, actually, my podcast I'm going to release later today is about how we can apply the whole kind of, you know, test, tree or intervention, then retest principle to both the coronavirus situation, to the whole situation with the protest and Black Lives Matter movement, as well as just to our entire lives and different moments in them. Um, so there are definitely mentality things, clinical reasoning, um, processes. There are um, ways of actively listening to people that make me a much better person for sure as well. Okay. And and just to, to summarize, going back to the generalist and specialist before um, this, so, so basically you feel as a generalist having all uh, like all these different topics that you learn as a person makes you a better better physical therapist. And part of that process of getting all this information to making you a better physical therapist is is with this podcast that you've been doing, with um, how you've been posting every day. Is, is that basically? Yeah, that, 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 is a, that is a large part of it, Bob, a simplified version for especially the context behind it, but then also just the art and the practice of doing the podcast itself. It's about how can I be a more confident storyteller, both confident and competent. How can I feel very good in a room sharing my opinion, intellectually talking about something, getting passionate, getting fired up about this stuff, right? I mean, for people to follow my podcast, like the large majority, 90% of the episodes are just me, no other guests. So for people to follow that, it's like, damn, they've got to be getting some kind of value out of that for that exactly. to happen. Um, and so. It's an opportunity to express myself. And for me, we talk about getting the flow state off. And the flow state requires enough stimulus to make it meaningful, to make it somewhat challenging, 
but not enough stimulus to make it overwhelming. When I first started the podcast, I was more in the stage of, oh man, I'm kind of overwhelmed by this whole thing. And there are moments where I get to that at time, although it's few and far between. More likely, it's in just enough of the slightly challenged phase, but being pretty comfortable with it that, hey, I can get in that state of let me try and learn something, let me try and grow, let me try and be better each and every day. And the podcast is an opportunity to practice that with just enough accountability to hold consistency to it. And I think that's what we're going after as well. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, so you mentioned that um, you've become a better, you've become more confident as a storyteller, um, just being you, uh, bringing your A game with every episode because it's, it's most of the time it's just you presenting the information. Is there anything else that you feel like you've grown from doing this podcast? Um, like initially when, when I brought this topic up to you, I was like so pumped because I was like feeling like there's so many benefits of just so having you a podcast. Fired, and just you were fired up. Like, I, I still remember like being in the room I was when you told me about this. Right. And like, that's how we know like memories are potent. Memories are potent. You know, like in that time you can remember like the taste, the smell, the scenery, the touch behind something, not just an idea, but they're potent memories and you know the power behind it. Dude, I remember exactly where I was. I remember saying, okay, if I'm going to do this right, here's where I am. And here's me like writing down these ideas. And I remember exactly where in this room I was in doing that. So Bob, you were fired up, my friend. Yeah. Um, no, that that's awesome. I going back to to the podcast. Uh, simply not easy. Is that is that the yep. name of the simply, podcast? Simply not easy. Simply not easy. So I'm looking it up right now. You got 487 episodes um, posted on all the platforms. Just a shout out to your podcast. Simply not easy. And and could you just go walk me through how you built the structure? Um, Absolutely, Bob. But, you know, I want to um, be humble and acknowledge something else that um, you talked to me about. And this is me not advocating my podcast. This is me just being human. You said that, you know, every day you're pumped up, you're excited, you try and bring your A game. There are days I don't bring my A game, right? And I'm going to be real about that. There are days sitting back reflecting where I'm like, damn, on that podcast, my preparation was not at the nth level. It was like, you know what? Today, I brought my B game. And maybe that means that, hey, my preparation was more like a B or B minus, and my delivery was more like an A minus, or maybe it was, hey, my preparation was like an A minus, my delivery was like a B or B plus. Um, and so I'm not going to pretend like, oh yeah, man, every it's not. So like with this stuff, I'm not about um, sitting here and just going on and just saying like, listen, I bring it every day. I'm like, you know, I'm preparing an hour and a half out of every day of my life for this. No. There are some days where like, these ideas are already in my head. They're so essential to who I am, and they're things I'm pondering at different times that there are some days where it's literally like, okay, let me spend three minutes thinking about this thing. I'm going to hit record, and we're going to see what happens by the end of the episode. Yeah, and, and that's what also life is as well. Like, yeah. we don't – like, we're in, we're in that moment. We never have time to think. It's just we have a few seconds. We react, and, and that's what it seems like you're you're working on in practice too. So you're doing tremendous work. Even if it's if you bring your A game, your B game, like we said, imperfect action is better than no action. And you know, I've I've kind of said it all the way along, Bob, and maybe this is a cop out, maybe this is just me being genuine in what I truly believe, but it's for every episode I publish. 
there is some, or for even the fact of the consistency of episodes I publish. Out of all my listeners, if there is just one person, maybe it's a dramatic change, a dramatic life offering, like life changing opportunity, a slight mindset shift. It's all worth it. It is all worth it. So in this era of like we're having this weird social distancing and this era of we're coming together, I'm in this area of not knowing where this flux will be and what the post kind of corona post protest movement is going to lead to. I think it's huge to say, hey, I might not know this person. I may never meet this person in person. But I know in some way, shape, or form, I help somebody's life be better and lead them towards some of the ideals that I hold for myself. It doesn't mean that they have to agree with them. Maybe even they strongly disagree with me. That's great because it allowed them to think deeper, think differently, ponder their own mindset to develop themselves as a stronger person afterwards. So is that what's keeping your accountability for you? I'll be honest, Bob, with the shifting days, um, sometimes the accountability is different each day. Sometimes for me, it's the fact of like, listen, I know there's people listening and like they're counting on me, right? So I've got to do it. Some days it's just like, well, shit, this is like a pretty rad habit. Like I'm doing this every day. Why would I, why would I stop now? Right? The little temptations where it's like, no, I shouldn't. And I'm like, I'm going on a hiking trip, right? So like now I can record these episodes, publish them, but save the date. So like, hey, this doesn't publish and upload through the app until two days later. Sweet. So I can still go on a hiking trip with no Wi-Fi, do the prep work ahead of time to get these episodes out there. Um, and so that takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of effort. Um, but it's the fact of something that you do habitually, these habits, and to automate it and to make it something that enriches your life. These are little things that enrich my life. And so kind of the, for me, the benefit of, of like, let's say I stopped, right? Um, maybe I might get something a little more time-based out of it in that moment. But I'm big on making sure that, hey, I don't live my life with any form of things I would do that would lead to regret. And for me, yeah. there, Bob, there are totally many opportunities out there, right? Many tragedies, many events, many, many family situations where there are things out of my control. But let me be very real and very clear. If there's an opportunity where it's like, oh, man, like, I've got to, like, do this awesome thing. I've got to have this. I've got to be there for a good friend of mine. And that means I'm not going to record my, you know, my 489th podcast episode um, and break the streak out there. Dude, who cares, right? If who, like, if I get in a massive injury or a friend gets in a massive injury, I have to truly be by their side all the time and there is no opportunity for a month to record it. Who freaking cares? Because at the end, the mission of the podcast is about me living my life to the fullest that I can and having the accountability to do that. And so if the podcast is the tool that I'm – one of the many tools in my life that I'm using to do that is hindering me and getting me in my way, isn't that just cancer? Cancer is a human cell or animal cell turned rogue gone bad. That would be the exact same thing. So why should I ever strengthen a cancer? Let me live my life to the best it can be. I'm talking about the horoscope cancer. But let me live my life to the best it can be. And the results will flourish from there. And that's the outcome. So one of the outcomes of me living my best life is just staying consistent to this podcast because up until this point, it's proven to do that. Um, there may be a time, Bob, where we're saying, hey, maybe it's pursuing other opportunities. Maybe that ship has kind of sunk. Maybe it's at some cost fallacy we've all talked about in the past. Because this is so adaptable and so me right now, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I'm also not so inherently attached to, like, this is the one thing I must do in my life to say this is all I'm going to do. There are other times in my life where I've been like, hey, I've got new habits. Like my early in college, Bob, I was big into fitness, big into nutrition. Not that I am now, but I was big in terms of let me be rigid. 
may be very regimented, let me be very planned out, let me stick to a plan. If I didn't, so if my environment didn't allow me to, or there are situations that directly got in my way, I would be very emotionally distraught, right? Like, oh my gosh, this, this is getting in my way, this is getting in the way of my dreams. I can't do this anymore. Like, I, I have to find a way. Even if it didn't make sense, I have to find a way. No, I'm, I'm not that attached. I'm, I am loyal to myself. I'm not loyal to the little outputs that are perceived that are attributed to me versus my own loyalty to my own self. Wow. That was, I think, the most powerful thing you you said on this podcast, in my opinion. Um, because it's... Many people, especially me, um, I guess one thing when I started when I started to taper off with my posting the podcast, I felt like I was trapped if I wanted to shift somewhere else. Um, but then you talk about who cares if I stop? Who cares if if I break the streak all of a sudden? It's not like it's 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 that important that it supersedes other things that you want to pursue in life. So I thought that was very powerful. And, and it goes to show that you practice what you preach and it's very inspiring and powerful, and powerful at the same time. I, I appreciate that, Bob, especially coming from a great friend like you. Um, and I'm not going to pretend like every moment's perfect, but I'm, I think in my recent growth as just, again, a generalist person, I'm big on opportunity. And so like I said this, I reviewed um, kind of a course, a workshop for a friend of mine. Basically, what I said to people was, listen, if you've got a better opportunity than this, if you've got something better to do with your life right now, then freaking run to it. What are you waiting for? Get out of this opportunity, right? If you've got something better for yourself, do that thing that's better for you. But if you don't, if it's a, if it's a conversation between, I don't know, I'm just going to do kind of the same old thing, nothing too much, or this, freaking take the opportunity. Um, so I'm big on not saying that this is what you must do, but this is a great opportunity. If you don't have a reason not to do it, why the hell wouldn't you? That's amazing. That's that's so powerful and and so inspiring. Thank you for sharing that, Nick. I I'm taking notes as you as you speak, just because uh, it's inspiring to me and then something I'll look back at. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate that. And like you said, it's not. We never know like how much we're gonna impact other people. You know, you probably never knew that. You're like you know, you encouraging me back then and kind of pulling my teeth was uh, would get me to do over 400 episodes now um, and counting. You know, my friend Chris, who, like, you know, when I did the Kaiser interview for California, physical therapy, where he was like, dude, like, like I crashed at his place. Like, he was trying to convince me to come out. And, um, you know, part of what actually convinced me, because I'm not a big city guy, but here I am in Los Angeles. What the heck, man? Um, he took me up to some of the mountains. We went hiking up there on that day where I was only in California for, like, 30 hours, including the interview. Um, and just reconnecting with him and, like, the nature that could be reached is part of what, not the only thing, but I mean, the clinic was amazing. The people were amazing. The culture was just, it was right for me. It was what I was destined for at this time in my life. Um, but that was part of the decision. So we never know. And I'm not saying like, if you listen to my podcast, I'm not out here advertising. Like I do one episode where I talk about it. It's like, listen, I'm selfish. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this so I can be a better storyteller. So I can better relate to people. If you get something out of this too, and if you love it, awesome. Good. That is your job. Don't just go through like, oh, I should listen to this. I should subscribe to this. If you want it, great. If you don't, don't. But maybe dig, I mean, there are a lot of episodes out there. Dig through the little things you're interested in um, and apply it. It's not just like every textbook. It's not about reading the whole novel from front to back. Some things that you really, really enjoy, 
Like, I have a textbook that I love, right? So I'm going to read it cover to cover, and I'm going to enjoy all the context. And, Bob, you've probably done that, too. But there are some books where you're like, hey, I want to get 15 pearls out of this. I want to get five things out of this. So let me freaking search for those five things. Wow. That's good. And it, it could just even be one pearl, too. Totally. So, wow. That, that's uh, very good, Nick. I really enjoyed this episode. And and I think one thing with this with this podcast, Manifest Mindset, uh, specifically, is, is every week we get to check in with each other, just seeing where we're at. And you don't need as much checking in as I do, but, but I really oh, I don't, appreciate I don't, that. I don't know about that, Bob. I don't, I don't, I would not be as fast to assume that. Okay. Well, but, but I, I guess both of us need some sort of checking in. And, and I think this podcast does a, a great job at, at that accountability wise. Absolutely. And it's, you know, there were times, especially more in the past where, you know, we were, we were tempted to say, Hey, not this week, man, I can't do this. We just keep putting off, putting it off. And it's like, I don't know about you, Bob. There are sometimes are better than others, but every single time I'm done with this podcast, no matter how great I was before, I am better after than I was before starting it. And that is the ultimate test treat we test. I like it. That's the best thing I can hear from you, Nick. So, so let's talk a little bit more about accountability. Um, last week, we both said a little bit of accountability. So I wanted to finish the rest of my textbooks. So 400 pages. You wanted just the same thing, review your notes. Um, how's that been going? It's been going good, Bob. Like I said, there are some days that are uh, stronger than others. Um, some days are kind of reading this other textbook. Um, it's been going well, man. Staying consistent with it. Um, and, you know, for me, I've got kind of, for my residency, some big exams, some big practical exams coming up um, in these next kind of two, three weeks. And that are actually going to have a big impact on kind of my evaluation um, for applying for fellowships. Um, and so I think, you know, for me, I might be jumping the gun a little bit, but for me, for accountability, it's going to be about, hey, let me prep, um, let me spend some good time prepping for these practicals coming up. I like it. And again, this this podcast, in addition to accountability, is also about documentation. So. Nick and I graduate physical therapy school. Nick and I do various things. Um, it, it's all documented on this podcast, which, again, is, is the value of, of the podcast. There's accountability. Right. There's you, you better yourself through storytelling, and there's documentation. Um, and Absolutely. And, and, Bob, something I want to acknowledge, too, that, you know, in recent um, – this hasn't always been the case, but in recent episodes where we are cross-country, and I'd say for the last probably 10 episodes, the large majority, like I'd say 90% of our communication – have been literally just talking on this podcast where there's, there's a power to that, where it's not just like, Hey, I'm living with this person or I see them like all the time. And let's, Hey, let's talk about this one thing that we kind of happen to talk about. Like, no, this is a depth of conversation we dive into. And I, I encourage you, maybe not a podcast, but what can you do with the people that you don't check in with as much in your life to make it something of of like substance um, and value. Um, So I think that's something that's been, I'm not saying we always have to do it this way, Bob, um, but I think there's a lot of value and power to this perspective. I like it. Um, accountability for me, I was able to finish the book today, Friday. Yeah, I was able to finish the book this morning. Um, I, re- I read the last 50 pages of um, the volume two to the cervical book of the Mackenzie Robbins I, series. I, I, I like it. Uh, I like it how, you know, you're like, uh, is this day Friday? Oh, yeah, this morning. Like, 
No, it was a it was a Wednesday. Oh yeah, this morning. <laughs> but well, it's it gets um. Dude, it's uh it's weird times right now. It's uh where her days are uh not as significant other than you know what which work do I have to drive to? Exactly. So I finished the, uh, the books. They were highly educational. They were one of the best textbooks, um, the, the series that I read, and I re- enjoyed reading the whole thing. Um, I think for my next week, so in, in physical therapy school, both of us, we were able to, to write just a case report for a class. Um, now, I'm going to be going to Ithaca tomorrow, just driving up, getting my stuff, going around and doing some hiking as well. Nice. Um, I want your opinion on this. Um, I was thinking for my next accountability. Are you, myself, in, a, are you in a toilet paper? Are you in a TP, the physical therapy department? No, <laughs> not because of the case report. But but for the case report, I, I want to like look for a place that I could publish my case report and actually publish it. Now, I don't know how that process works, um, but from the class that we, we took, the whole case is written out, and I don't know how good my material is, but what's the point of, of not trying to, to submit something that, that you believe in that you think is, is good? Um, do you have any thoughts on that, Nick? Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean Bob, it's almost like saying, like, I want to get stronger. What exercise should I do? Okay, where, what, what part of you do you want to get stronger? How, get stronger for what? So like, my question goes to, okay, well, tell me a lot more about your case report, so we can talk about what kind of journal you want to go into. Well, I, I was thinking more. Well, it's a, it's a, it's more of a like a musculoskeletal case. So I, I was thinking more of like the the journal. So the Journal of Orthopedic, uh, the JOSPD, they have specifically for case reports that yep. uh, could be submitted. Um, so I was thinking of just about submitting it there for my accountability, but there there has to be edits for the whole case report. Um, hey, 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 Bob, I'm I'm going to cut you off right there. Just say if you try and think about submitting a paper in a week line in a week long deadline, bro, you aren't going to get any sleep. So. Uh, I'm going to stop you there and say, hey, if you want an accountability with small goals and longer check-ins, I'm totally down for that. But uh, let's uh, let's be strategic about this one. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to ask you about because I wasn't really sure what the process would be like or how long or what what would the right accountability task for me to be would be for this. Um, I, I want to hear what you think would be a good accountability for a week from now, and I'll give you my opinion that I already know in my head. So. What I was thinking um, would be to read the guidelines that they have for the JOSPT case report and then edit my case report to fit their guidelines. Okay. What are your, what, were, what was your original thought? My original thought was I'm a big fan of having a lot of options, right? Um, and so what I would have um, – my recommendation would be uh, go ahead and find three journals, the three journals that if this wasn't your case report, this was somebody else's case report, these would be the three most likely journals to find the type of case report. Not necessarily the most well-known or the most published or anything like that, but just 
the most likely. So you do an extensive amount of research and you're finding three. And for next week, just we'll talk about, hey, what was your process? How do you find this out? Um, what made you think about these different ones and what are the pros and cons to each of them? I like it. That's that's a great task. Thank you for, for making it bite-sized for me, Nick. That's what Absolutely, I uh, – uh, I mean, bite-sized for me is dangerous. It's like, man, I've never had ostrich egg before, but I pretty, I'm pretty walking. <laughs> but, no, I, I appreciate it, Nick. Thank you so much. Absolutely, my dude. Bob, um, it's been a blessing as always. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and thank you for these last 38 minutes making my life better. Yeah, you, you as well, Nick. <laughs> thank you. I'll see you next week.